Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Scott Baker, back with another Baker Turtle podcast. And today we are talking One Piece, y'all. So this is uh, an attempt on my part to (laughs) communicate to you guys why you should be reading slash watching One Piece. Um, And this is for, you know, those that are not already into one piece because i already do one piece podcast episodes and that's for the the fans that's for the people who are already into it and this is for those of you who do not read or watch one piece or um have no idea what it is or anything and i'm just trying to make my appeal to you on why it is um one of the greatest if not the greatest pieces of literature in existence so where do i even begin um you know one piece is well you know like i said this is for people who might not even know what it is so let me just start off by saying what is one piece so one piece is a manga uh written by ichiro oda he is it's from japan he's japanese and um it's a manga basically it's uh japanese versions of comic books how we have over here in america with comic books like dc and marvel and all that kind of stuff and a graphic novel you could say um and it is the longest running uh manga currently um as far as like uh numbers wise and facts and stuff i'm not uh quite up to date i could i could research it i could look it up but i don't really feel like it but it's it's definitely like one of the um most uh what's the word like highest grossing pieces of literature like the um, most uh, sold copies i guess you can say the past uh batman um and even superman and i think he's it's catching up to jk rowling as far as sales go and it you know we still got years to go um but it is it is like an epic uh, narrative that is just so all-encompassing that it's it's overwhelming um it, for beginners in a in a bad way i guess you could say because it's so daunting you know a thousand plus episodes a thousand plus chapters like just y- years of content if you were to if you were to read or watch every day there's still years and years of content so um, it's definitely one of those like it's it's basically the Mount Everest of uh, literature and but it's it's quite an adventure and that's what it's about it's about adventure it's about pirates it's about um, everything it's just a, it's about life it's about humanity it's about dreams it's about you know just any, anything you can think of um, that occurs and even that doesn't occur in real life happens in this manga and it's it's uh it's told in a way that is not only entertaining but um there there continues to be surprises and 
and just amazing moments after amazing moments even with the predictability of it it's still unpredictable um and that's what makes oda uh goda as you can say you know people call him with a g-o-d god goda because he's just such a great um storyteller and and the you the, the unique part of of one piece that makes that separates it from other pieces of literature like the Harry Potter series or the Lord of the Rings series or um, uh, the um, Song of Fire and Ice and all these epic, you know, multi book uh, um, stories is that it's told in, like I said, in, in the manga form where it's like comic book graphic novel. So it's mostly drawings and Oda the author uh he loves to draw and like and he's basically fulfilling his dream ever since he was a teenager he found out that oh you can have a job just drawing all day all the time he's like say no more fam like that's what i'm gonna do and he just dedicated his entire life to just drawing and drawing and drawing he would draw characters draw this and that just drawing animals and he would like and everything and he's just an artist he's an artist at heart but um, he's a genius because he combines it with his storytelling that is rivaled to no other. His world building rivals no other. It's, it's not only is he a great artist, but he's a great storyteller and great world builder. And it's just you get to see masterpiece being told in real time. And again, that's another thing that separates One Piece from other pieces of uh literature and works of fiction is that you know when books are written they're written in the like in the privacy of the author like they they do it privately they take years to come out with a book and then boom here's the book the whole thing right now um and so there's like these deadlines um of a, a whole finished book a product but one piece isn't finished it's it's written week like in real time weekly chapters come out weekly in real time he's been writing and drawing one piece since 1997 non-stop i think the longest break that he's had um, without having to uh, write a chapter or release a chapter is one month um and his work ethic is again like beyond like comparison so that's just the introduction of what one piece is it's a it's a pirate manga an adventure manga um fantasy but it's it's so enormous that it's uh um once you get into it the overwhelming part of it is nothing but pure joy and excitement and it's just nothing it's, it's like no other so um with that introduction of One Piece, I'm going to take our first break. And these songs that I'm going to be playing are actually part of the anime um, for the opening, basically the opening song for different parts of the um, the story. So we're going to start off here. Our first song is the uh, the first opening. It is iconic. Um, it's known by pretty much all One Piece fans. It is the, the beginning of One Piece. So here we go.
we are yes so we are on a cruise for adventure and this is uh you know quite an adventure uh brave of me to even attempt this um because i don't i have no notes in front of me i have it's just from top the top of my head trying to basically do my best to encapsulate what one piece is and just for the sake of the the of the culture just the uh, the cultural phenomenon that is one piece i think you know everybody owes it to themselves to know what this is because it it by the time it's finished it will be the um the the top selling piece of literature of all time of all time like i don't know if you guys understand what that means i mean it's like on the level of like the bible eventually um Maybe I don't know. <laughs> that's a that's a little exaggeration. I, I I'm just guessing. But I know as far as like uh, famous authors like uh, and that we've known we know of and all the copies in circulation. Um, it's crazy because you know with over a thousand chapters, you know these are put in volumes. Um, maybe like ten to twelve chapters are in one volume. So right now we're actually over a hundred volumes, a hundred books of one piece and it's still going um i i predict it's got about five more years left we are nearing the end so i highly recommend you guys jump on the train uh now now while it's in its peak this is peak climax one piece it's about it's going to end soon um well soon relatively speaking but it is in the final uh stages of the um of the story and yeah, but but just to start it off, you know, basically, what is the premise? What is this about? What's the uh, allure? What's the um, what caps captures the attention? And it's honestly, Oda, you know, hit the jackpot in creating the most uh, the the best main character of any of any uh, like piece of fiction, any like like hero, because you know, this is ultimately. Um, a battle manga that's what manga is about you know uh shonen manga is battle like they have fights and it's it's uh action and adventure and luffy is the main character he's our hero he's a naive um happy-go-lucky always smiling um just adventurous um boy 17 year old boy who has big dreams to become the pirate king and what is the pirate king what does the pirate king mean mean um a long time 20 something years ago the premise is that you know there was the the old pirate king gold roger and he he ruled well ruled um not ruled but like he became the king of pirates he achieved everything he explored the whole world he he learned the history of everything and just you know became the king of all pirates and um this world is it's a it's Oda has created his own world, uh, own planet, um, and and even the geography is important of the planet, um, the way the the land is structured. There's like basically a ring around um, the planet of it's called the red line of land, and then everything else is is ocean, is water, is is sea, and then there's islands. So it's like there's this big red line. Um, that that is a belt basically around the planet and then everything else like i'm just repeating myself uh is just islands and there's a part that is perpendicular 
to the red line. So it's, you know, you guys know what perpendicular, right? It's like um, goes across the other way. So imagine the prime meridian in on Earth versus the equator on Earth. So um, where the equator is going across the opposite way that the red line is going, red line is going vertical, like the prime meridian, there's the, the it's called the grand line. Um, and that is a piece of, that's a, they call them this, a C, it's a C, but it is, um, you can't just easily cross into it because there's a section called a calm belt, uh, a calm belt where there's no current, no wind, nothing. It's just all flat um see and if you try to cross it there's these insanely huge creatures called uh neptunians or um uh sea kings you know as they're they're commonly called sea kings and they're huge and they'll just destroy any ship anybody that passes through so you cannot enter the grand line easily um i'm not going to tell the whole story i'm not going to say everything but um basically there it's split into four quadrants right with the red line splitting the the planet in half and then the grand line splitting it again in half again um there are four oceans there's the the west blue east blue north blue south blue and all of these have like their own uh culture their own um you know islands and each of the islands are different from the, each other and all the people and then not to mention like all the different races of of uh, living creatures that live on this planet it's not just humans we have fishmen which are like you know by the um just from the sound of the name they're like they, they're kind of like half human half fish um but they're highly discriminated against and they're seen as you know evil barbaric creatures and um and they're but they're a they're a race in uh, one piece and as as the story goes along you'll learn that there's more and more and more and more races of people that are different than humans and that's key to what the one piece is about because it's about uh uniting the world and and creating a more equal peaceful life for all creatures to live there's um not only are there fishmen and humans but there's also um we learn later on there's like uh a, you know <sighs> I guess, you know, it. One Piece has been long around, around long enough for me to spoil just a few things, but maybe to just get your excitement going. But there are sky islands as well in the clouds. And there's people that live up in the clouds. Um, they're called Skypians. They have wings. And like there's even a race of those people. Uh, there's also a race of giants, you know, like like Norse. Uh, Oda even incorporates Norse mythology. And, and Oda loves to draw um, mythology from all types of um um places throughout the world and incorporate it into his own story so you'll see uh common tropes and common things that you've seen before in in his story and he just repurposes it he like he gives his own um twist to things and and uh so that there's there's giants as well there's also like dwarves there's um even minks which is like uh, furry animal like uh like furries basically basically furries like they're like humanoid um animals that can talk and they they, they act like human but they're you know animals um and there's just a bunch of uh different creatures and the geography and a bunch of islands and even the islands are so crazy um in in how like the adventure that is there and 
just the um, the geography, the environment, the, the ecosystem of it. Uh, for example, there, like I, I even mentioned, there's Sky Islands. There's um, there's a an island that is similar to like uh, what was it? Um, Venice, Italy, um, where it's like a lot of it is underwater. There's there's uh, that. There's an underwater prison where it's like it's um, built underground uh, under the water, and it's a prison. There's also, um, you know, there's a, uh, they call it the reverse mountain. It's, it's kind of the way that you get into the Grand Line. You have to head towards the Red Line. And there's a mountain that if you go, the way the currents are, you have to go up the current. It takes you all the way up to the tippy top. And then it, it pushes you down to the other side, through the other side, into the Grand Line. And um, once you're in the Grand Line, you can't escape. The only way to escape is... Uh, I guess to to risk it in the calm belt, because once you're in the Grand Line, there's no way back. Uh, you can't go back up the um, the reverse mountain. And then there's a, there's an island that's like prehistoric where there's dinosaurs and stuff, and that's where uh, you see some giants there. There's um there's an island that is half like snow, like basically like freezing, like Antarctica, and the other half is like lava on fire. Um, and like I mentioned, and there's there's a, there's dragons in here. There's um, man, like all sorts of creatures, all sorts of fantasy elements to it. And you know, not and I haven't even got to the um, like the the magic part of One Piece. The the powers, like the the way that because you know it is a battle action manga. And so, you know, we see fights and they have powers and they have, you know, just like they would in like Marvel or DC in like superheroes, you know, there's that in here too. And so um, before we, we're about to go to break again right now, but before we go to break, I want to um, just mention, you know, imagine the Marvel Cinematic Universe, how it spanned over multiple movies and it created this all-encompassing story where one movie relates to the other and there's consequences from the first movie to the fifth movie and it's just all intertwined and they all affect each other it's all part of this um this one universe think of that times 100 and that's with one piece um, we have thousands of characters that aren't just one-off characters that you meet one time and never see again like they they're reoccurring they come back and you know, and um, just to touch up on some of the powers that they have, it's the it's basically premised with uh, they're called devil fruits. Um, and because the world is mostly ocean and it's revolved around revolving around pirates and and uh, sailing and exploring and, um, you know, a bunch of ships and, and stuff like that, um, the, the devil fruits are um said to have a demon spirit inside the fruit and if you eat it you gain a power but you lose the ability to swim so in a world like one that that is in one piece like in a world there um losing the ability to swim is crucial like that is um is a a huge detriment you know you would think that here in Earth, in real life, losing the ability to swim, it's not that big of a deal because we hardly ever need to swim. You know, you don't need to go any, near any body of water. But in One Piece, there's always a body of water around. So it's a very dangerous situation to eat a dev devil fruit. But you do gain this massive boost in power. And, and there's um, just quickly, to, just to um, like, again, I don't want to get into too much detail because this is for the, the layman. This is for people who don't know much about it. 
Um, the three powers or, or the three devil fruit types that you can get, you can get what's called. I'm not going to get I'm not going to get to the names because it'd be too uh, too much information at once. But one type is just like any it's um, elemental where you turn into the element itself like you're not it's not that you have that elemental power but your body is actually made out of that element for example fire so you can you're you can have the fire uh fruit and you are fire not that you can spit out fire you can use manipulate fire it's not just that like if someone tries to hit you it's it's almost like they're trying to hit fire and they can't even hit you because it just like slashes right through you because you can't cut fire you know fire is just there um so it, it's, you know, a lot of thinking, a lot of creative creativity goes into this uh, on Oda's part. And that's just one of the devil fruits. Another one is you can turn into an, any kind of animal. So there's like a, a giraffe. There's a, there's a mammoth. There's even ancient um, fruits for animals. There's like dinosaurs. There's um, uh, what else? There's. Man, I, I, I'm drawing, I'm drawing a blink right now, but it's like a lot of the animals that you can think of. There's a, a zebra. There's a, a wolf. There's a, you know, um, what else? One of them even ate a human fruit. So an animal ate a human fruit. So that's kind of interesting. So I love the how creative Oda can get with it. And then there's the the last uh, class of the fruit, the the third one, where it's basically any or any other type of power goes into that category so for example luffy the main character the hero he is a, a rubber um human he's made out of rubber he is rubber so he can stretch his body and um he can manipulate manipulate his body as if it was rubber and use all the properties of rubber in that way there's also um uh somebody who's undead it's a skeleton and he he has a his soul um as he ate the revive fruit so if you die you get to come back to life one time so it's basically a free revive but funny enough um when he died he, his soul could not find his body so he couldn't go back into his body in 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 human in flesh so by the time he did find his body his, his body was all bones and he, he had um deteriorated into bones and so his soul went into his bone body <laughs> and so now he's just a a skeleton uh, which is funny you know and there's a lot of humor in it and the way this is this is aimed towards um adolescent kids uh not kids um you know like teenagers preteens, teenagers it's aimed toward that audience but obviously um uh it can go as young as even my daughter has read one piece as as young as four or five um some you know, aspects of it can get a little dark and a little uh, mature, but I think the way Oda handles it is very um, uh, careful and uh, mindful of his audience. So um, it doesn't get too, too bad. Um, probably the worst uh, aspects of it is that it does show depictions of like slavery and um, just enslavement and then also there's even a scene of where it's a flashback. And that's another man. I, I need to go to break before I uh, uh, keep talking about this. But um, you know what? Let's let's get to our break. And I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit more about some other aspects of One Piece that make it great and that make it appealing. So ne the next song we got up coming um, is one of my favorite opening songs. It's called Fight Together. 
and uh it's such a beautiful song even though it's in japanese and these songs are in japanese um it's they're just beautiful to listen to and this is one of them so here we go yeah guys so anyways back to what i was saying um what was i saying <laughs> uh but basically you know uh, one of the major aspects that oda likes to use in his story is flashbacks so um you know his story is told during a certain time period obviously you know you have to do that during for a piece of literature um but to add context to add um uh, meaning and depth of character and to add context you know he adds flashbacks of like what happened in the past and how people grow up and how they uh, got to where they were and where they are and it's it's very much a story of um, good guys versus bad guys but in a very 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 nuanced sense in the in in the way that you know the whole premise is that it's pirates and no and we know that like stereotypically pirates are depicted as bad people they they blunt they plunder they loot they they go and they steal and they're um they fight and they're just like um you know sometimes depicted a little barbaric and um it's interesting that oda chose to write a story about pirates but showing the main cast the main characters as good people they're like just innately good 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 people and like the crew that we follow you know luffy being the main character he's a captain of a ship he wants to become pirate king so he sails off at 17 wants to become a cap is a captain um and he's notoriously known to wear his straw hat it's one of his treasures he was given to it by um one of his um role models when i guess you could say um a hero to him um somebody who changed his life when he was younger um is one a one of uh, the most powerful pirates in the world at the moment uh, his name's shanks he gave him the hat and um told him to hold on to it so obviously luffy treasures that hat with his life and um and he goes and sets sail and you see his adventure 
uh, gathering his crew. So you see his first mate and how he goes to from island to island and recruiting people for his for his pirate crew His little, you know, just, you know, and the way you see it, it's it's very like just fantasy happy go lucky you think it's a kids show you think it's it's for kids and it's just like oh it's just like oh look at these like you know just pretty cool they're all young and they're just like they're like playing pirates but then you see like there's some real bad people out there and real pirates and like um and you get to see the main characters who are these good people and they're just they're like they're young they're happy having a good time always trying to party and they just you know they want freedom that's the whole point of the the pirate adventures is freedom to go wherever they want to go visit any island to interact with anybody and do whatever they want and and make friends with whoever they want and you see them over and over be stopped by by bad actors like people who don't want um peace and 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 adventure and and life and love and everything and you see them one after another like tear down these walls and that's you know as you as we grow as we follow the story we see that that's what this is about this is about a just a a little janky pirate crew of like 10 people um like um just going from island to island and basically just destroying the corruption, destroying the tyranny and freeing the people and uh, just liberation. It's about liberty. Honestly, that's what the the, the story is about. It's about liberating people and, and going to places and seeing how different everybody is. It's just, it's about the, it's about the diversity and the, the um, yeah, just how different everybody is and how, no matter who they meet, the crew can will go and and uh, do the right thing. And along the way, you know, they have skeletons in their closets and, you know, their past start to catch up to them. And, you know, um, and then on top of that, we have the world government. Obviously, no, the pirates piracy is illegal and um, uh, pirates are uh, criminals are seen as criminals in the world. And even like just their, their everyday citizens they see pirates as bad guys. Anytime they see pirates coming, they fear for their lives. And that's like uh, dramatically in contrasted to our main crew because they're not like any other pirate crew. Um, and it's 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 interesting to see that when they arrive at a new island and everybody is afraid for their lives because like, oh, no, pirates, pirates, run away, hide, you know, uh, that they come and they have to overcome that. They have to gain the trust of the the island of the town of the city of the village or wherever they are they have to gain that trust and the way they do it is is interesting and 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 how by the end of it you have like the 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 people the, the people start following luffy like as like he's our guy like he's our guy he's our savior he's our hero he's our captain and they start repping him and like you know flying his flag and just like just like along the way um island after island after island he's just like i said like i said he's just liberating people and they are thankful to him and they thank him and they and their minds start to get changed about well maybe pirates aren't so bad after all and then you know uh what what i'm trying to uh, mention is that um because piracy is illegal and all this stuff you have you have the um the government you have the the um 
in this case, the Navy, because they are the ones that are sailing the oceans, the Navy, the, the military and the world government, you know, being a part of that, going after pirates all the time. They have bounties. They have, you know, bounty hunters trying to capture them and um, they have to go up against the world government. And in this case, the bad guys are the world government. The bad guys are the Navy, the Marines. Um, they call them the Marines. It's, it's a little complicated with the lingo because, you know, it is Japanese. It's translated from Japanese. So some of the stuff gets lost in translation. But we know that, um, you know, there's basically military and the world government up against these pirates. And another thing is that they're highly like trying to censor and control and they're very... Um, authoritarian dictatorship, like totalitarian and trying to um, restrict people from traveling from one place to another, or um, there's certain things you can't talk about, or um, there's a, a, actually you there, it's illegal to study a certain point of history. So they're not allowed to know history. Um, and then uh, what was that? And there's these like there's elite, like quote unquote elite uh, people called the celestial dragons. And they're the ones that live on the red line on the land. And they are living in these fabulous like castles and, and just extravagant luxury. And it reminds me of like, um, like a uh, Victorian age of, um, you know, Kings and Queens and, and, and France, you know, of the ancient Europe, like not ancient, but like, um, of Europe, um, Back in the in the day when then you you would have you know medieval well not medieval but like you know you guys know what I'm talking about like kings and queens and stuff and royalty and everything it reminds me of that and they're they're elites and nobody's allowed to do anything to them you can't touch them you can't go against what they're saying you some you can't even look at them like sometimes like as as soon as the presence you have to bow to them so it's like it's very it's very oppressive um 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 oppressive feeling that you get in the story of like what the world is like and then you have the pirate crew who's just like they're trying to achieve their dreams and just a, a real quick um um summary of the crew that we're following we have you know um i don't want to spoil some things that are like reveals later on but we but i'll just say what i can you know obviously we have our uh, our rubber <laughs> captain luffy um, we have actually a three sword uh, user. He uses uh, the two swords in his hands and he actually puts one in his mouth. I know it sounds silly at first, but it's pretty badass. You know, as, uh, once you think about it and the way the story goes, but we've got a swordsman. He's trying to become the greatest swordsman in the world. We've got a cook. He wants to discover the all blue, which is basically an ocean that um, is legendary. It's myth, myth, uh, uh, mythical in the sense that it's it's supposed to be um, um, a myth, a legend of all the oceans uh, uh, coming together at one place of paradise where all the fish and all the creatures of all the world come together into this one all blue because we have the west blue, north blue, east blue, east blue, south blue, but they all come together to this all blue uh, area and he's a cook and he wants to become the best cook and he wants to um, create his own restaurant um in the in the ocean where people will come and he can serve any type of dish to them and um and then we have a navigator who wants to chart the whole world and map the whole world and so she's uh actually the navigator and she's um you know her dream is to you know like i said make, make a map of the whole whole world 
and and because you know the nature of the world government you know restricting areas and like there's certain places you can't go and all this stuff so you can see the conflict going and you can see where they might come to a head where their dreams are being interfered with by people of, of power of authority and so they have to go up against these things and they actually have to you know fight the the marines and the world government and it, it escalates it escalates and escalates and there's so much payoff and because it's such a long story one of the benefits of a long story is that you can see things that are introduced um early on that get that don't get paid off until hundreds of chapters later and the satisfaction from the payoff and like the the realization like oh my god like they they came back or like this ended up uh mad mattering when you think certain things don't matter or you think you're just being uh introduced to something and you you think it's it serves one purpose but then the way it's reintroduced later on you see a different um perception to it a different way of looking at it and it's it's uh it's amazing how oda can keep keep these uh the the thread of narrative all making sense it's like rarely any plot holes and um a lot of great retconning like um going back and like changing the way things make sense um and it's just it's it's an adventure and it's in and of itself and and the reason ultimately and I'm, I'm going to be ending this podcast and we'll have one more break and then um, I'll end it. But, you know, it's called One Piece because that is the ultimate treasure. You know, obviously pirates love treasure and the ultimate treasure is called the One Piece. Um, and nobody knows what it is. Nobody knows where it is. Nobody knows how, like how to find it. Nothing. They know nothing of it. And it's basically what the old pirate king left behind. He said um, the old pirate king, Gold Roger. Before he was executed, um, he basically made an announcement that was broadcasted to the whole world that if you guys want my treasure, you guys can go ahead and find it. I left everything that I have, everything all in one place. Um, if you guys want the one piece, it is there. And, you know, basically created a great pirate era, an era of piracy where everybody just was... Um, overwhelmed with the the exciting the excitedness the ex ecstasy of like going out for adventure and finding this treasure and and just uh incited this great pirate era and one of them being obviously luffy and he wants to find the one piece and and it's just the the journey there is amazing and at the point that we are now we're a thousand plus chapters in um, we still don't know what it is, uh, but there are still a lot of questions that have been answered. But as more questions get answered, more uh, questions arise. And I can't even it would take me hours to talk about everything about this that make it great. Um, and just like the references, like little things that you don't think could be could matter, like like the fact that of uh, the moon, uh, the moon being important, the fact that um there's this reoccurring theme of like some characters have this weird random uh d initial for their middle name the middle d and we don't know why what does it stand for why and why are these people important um there's also a lot of references to the sun and like the dawn the the rise of the sun and like a new era and like um you know going through the night and the moon you know 
and you know these the dawn of a new like just the dawn of a new era and and um a lot of sun references like i said and then this all still goes back and ties and relates to all the different races of like the fishmen the minks the giants the dwarfs the skypians and like all these races and all these places and there's like all these places that are um closed off from uh from the world that uh, are important to the history and then there's that void century there's a hundred years a gap of history that is um, forbidden to be studied and to the point to where there was a an island of scholars that was destroyed for studying that and the, their whole island was obliterated um, and a lot of people died um, just because they were attempting to study the history and read ancient texts and it's it's just amazing guys and yeah, we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna take the final break here, and then I'll wrap it up. Um, but I've been going long enough, and I feel like I've done, you know, a decent job at trying to explain why this is something worth uh, reading. But um, we'll take a break, and then I'll just basically try to tie my thoughts together and summarize and finish my point. So here, here's the uh, next song. Another great song uh, from One Piece openings is called Hope, and again, beautiful. guys so basically just to you know gather my thoughts together and summarize everything that i uh, feel about this you know one piece is one of the greatest pieces of fiction of all time it is it's enormous and the length of it but that it's just it's a it's a series that you that keeps on giving you know you ever watch a um a movie you wish they made a sequel or you watch a series you wish they had more seasons or you listen to a song, you wish they just had more verses and they just kept going. And like a lot of things that are great that you love and you wish you could get more of, you know, like when uh, there's always that I always hear or see uh, online people 
saying uh, when they binge uh, like a, a show, they're like, man, like I, I wish there was more for me to, to watch. Um, and that that's just that's what One Piece does. That is great. It is great. And you want more. And there is more. You can always watch more. And there's always more to, to know about it. Um, even somebody who's who's all caught up, who's read all chapters, who's watched all episodes. There's movies. There's um, there's there's even uh, Q and A's that at the end of every volume that the the author answers fan questions about just the lore of like uh, of the uh, the story. That it's it's as if these characters and the world is coming to life and that it's real. Um, and they ask questions as if you know these are real people and so on. And it's it's just interesting how. Oda has created such a vivid world that is so creative and unique and it's it's encompassing the whole world. And I mentioned this uh, in a podcast a couple podcasts ago about comparing J.K. Rowling's uh, Harry Potter series to uh, One Piece and how people have said like the world that J.K. Rowling created, the the Hogwarts and like all the characters and just like the, you know, just the world building and like. The fantasy world that she created is great and it's incredible same with lord of the rings you know uh um uh you know the token has even created his own language right you know all these races it's similar in that way like um there's like these races of uh people in in um in middle earth and like all the you know the mythology that goes in with uh, lord of the rings but that's you know imagine can you imagine more of that in one piece and it's just it's there's there's so much that it gives and then on top of just the world building and the characters and everything then there's the themes that are played into it you know i've already mentioned how slavery you know is uh incorporated in the story and how that's addressed and then there's friendship and dreams and like you know their goals like they a lot of the crew want you know have these very ambitious goals and dreams that they want to do um and and how you know how how never to give up on your dreams and and what you fight for and like because it is a, a fighting battle manga you know what what does it take like to reach deep down to the deepest depths of your character to fight what you truly believe in and to to overcome impossible odds and how does that happen and you know you know people make fun of anime in the sense that like they often use the power of friendship to overcome such great power but one piece isn't like that it doesn't use like oh all of a sudden they just out of nowhere like uh achieve this level of strength from nowhere just because of the power of friendship no it's like it's very creative and like um uh intelligent like strategic in how oda um solves these things and one of the greatest aspects and one of the greatest uh traits and characteristics of luffy the main character is his ability to gain allies is to uh affect other people and i i mentioned this earlier how he goes from island to island and just liberates people and just gains their trust and like they naturally follow him to the point to where one time uh, a group of other pirates wanted to pledge their allegiance to him and create a fleet and they wanted him to be the leader and they're like please let us follow you and like he wants like all these pirates want to follow him and he's just like no like he he it's he doesn't want to 
rule people. He doesn't want to be a leader in that way. He said, guys, just do whatever you want. Like, like I don't want to be no leader. I don't want to be no king of any, like, I don't want to tell people what to do. Like, I'm all about freedom. Like, if, like, we're, we're cool already. Like, you're my friend. Uh, I'm your friend. You're my friend. If you need help, just holler. I'll come. If I need help, I'll holler. You come. Like, it's, it's very simple. Um, it's a very simple, um, what, like, like, what's it called? Like the, um, a mode of reality, like, like a, a way of life. It's a really like a code, really simple way that Luffy has of just like, you know, I'm not trying to tell people what to do and order people and be this, some sort of boss type. He wants ultimate freedom to do whatever he wants. He wants to throw parties and that's his, that's what he does all the time is every time he goes to a place his goal is to just throw a big ass banquet and he loves to eat he loves his meat he he just he likes to have fun he likes to be silly and he wants his crew to have fun and they just want to go and discover all types of places and and it's just that's what he wants and and it, a lot of it has to do with uh you know tying in family as well a lot of a lot of the characters have broken families and um they 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 find new family you know they're they're found family like the crew their family now and a lot of them have uh parents that are absent or um uh they had abusive childhood um where you know a lot of traumatic very very traumatic shit like deep traumatic shit that happens to these characters and you learn about them through flashbacks and you get to see a more um, a better uh, understanding of these characters and the motivations behind their actions and why they are the way they are and earlier i mentioned how you know it's very 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 nuanced and how you know the, i i touched on how pirates are normally the bad guys but in this case they're the good guys well it's the same in reverse you know the world government the marines like the people who you would think are like for the people and on the on the side of good and are trying to keep the peace and they're bad and but then in the in the sense that like there's no all good all bad like you, some of the good characters uh, sometimes do bad things and sometimes the bad the bad characters you know come around and sometimes they have a change of heart and they they do good things and old enemies become allies and some allies you know end up having to become enemies because you know they're not people are not uh, these characters are not flat they're very very round characters in the sense that they are complicated they're complex and they're not all one thing and you can um you can understand them as their own unique character and um and it's just um there's whatever you're you can look for in in literature in narrative in the storytelling you can find it in one piece and and much more and and the cherry on top is that this is not just words it's not a book it's not whatever it's a manga where it's so it's like a comic book it's a graphic novel so you see beautiful art as you're reading this amazing story a lot of this podcast i've been mainly talking about the story aspect of it and that's what made it so compelling to me but it's like on top of that the the, the artwork the paneling the everything that the way Oda draws everything is is beautiful just to look at and to read and because it is in graphic novel format it's in manga format it's not that hard to get through and read through you can read a chapter in five minutes so you know like sometimes people have caught up all thousand chapters like granted very like sp like speeding through it 
um, and like going through it really quickly, but they can catch up in a year. Um, so it's possible to catch up from chapter one all the way up to plus a thousand in a year if you're reading all the time. Um, and it tends to happen once you start reading a, a couple dozen chapters and you start to see like where the story is going. You're like, you just want more and more and find out what happens next and more. And how does this? Oh, like it's it's very, very compelling. And because it is because of the format, what makes it unique again is because I how I mentioned earlier that it's a weekly um a weekly manga that gets every week there's a new chapter brand new that just got written like a couple weeks ago and so you're left on cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger it's just this cliffhanger after cliffhanger so many times where you're just like what's next and then it's it's the satisfaction of the cliffhanger that it leaves that you that things get resolved and it's just like it's so cathartic to get the climax of an arc and like you know, i don't know if you guys know what um the literary term arc is but it's basically like a a mini story within the big story that gets started and completed and it's usually based on the islands that they go to so they go to an island it starts a new arc and it's basically like a whole mini story in that island that gets you know you uh you meet new characters you know a new problem comes arise and then the the main the main cast the main characters you know they get through the problem and then they the climax of that arc and then they re resolve it and then they're on to the new island so it's like mini arcs it's just arc after arc after arc of these stories and it's just like like uh so cathartic to get that resolution after each arc and because it's so long it's just there's no um shortage of these moments and then sometimes there's there's resolutions that is not solved in that arc it's not solved till way later so you know like i just for fear of like rambling on too much and boring you and you know hopefully you guys don't shut this off but i i'm, I'm trying my best to convince you to read please read one piece um it is it's uh on there's an app, Shonen Jump app, and it's super easy to read. It's only $2 a month. If you have $2 a month, which is basically 50 cents a week, if you can spend 50 cents a week to read the greatest piece of fiction of all time, and the, and the kicker is that not only do you have to, not, not only do you get all to read all of One Piece for just $2 a month, you get to read all the manga. So for all the naruto that you you know i know some of you know about naruto and dragon ball z and like one punch man and my hero academia and demon slayer and all these other mangas and anime that are created you, they're all on that app the shonen jump app and you can download the app for free and then just pay two dollars a month you can read everything for free all of it all of it so that's one of the the greatest deals I can I can think of of all time, and um, I highly recommend you guys do that, and uh, catch up to One Piece, guys, because you will not regret it. There's nobody that I know who has read One Piece um, and regrets it. It's, it's you know a lot of people that don't that um, don't. Uh, there's like if you nobody has a negative opinion of One Piece. Who has read it it's all only people who haven't read it who just say oh it's too long oh that looks silly or this and that and it's just like they don't know they they haven't read it so and oh, man and just and it changed my life like one piece has changed my life it's made me see things differently and to like um 
change my priorities of what matters to me. You know, it's and like I said, it's a it's a freedom manga. It's about freedom, liberation and adventure and fun times and friendship and like peace for all and just fairness. Like it's just about being fair for everybody and everybody getting the opportunity to live life how they want to live. And um, and that's how I'm going to end this one, guys. Um, thank you all so, so much for uh, tuning into this episode. I know it's definitely I, I could have done a better job if I did a, a little bit more research and um, maybe if I had notes and I just gathered my thoughts a little better. But I don't like to do it that way. I like to I feel like I can't get into my groove if I'm just reading off notes Um I want to let my brain go where it wants to go sometimes. And sometimes I I latch on to this idea and I latch on to these um, to these uh, moments where I feel like, oh, I'm onto something. I want to say this is what I really want to say. And I can only get there if I'm letting my mind just free flow uh, do it. And hopefully this was co- coherent enough to listen to. And hopefully um, it wasn't uh, too much rambling and. Um, I try to keep it as simple to where somebody who knows nothing about One Piece can understand it. Um, but yeah, anyways, again, thank you guys for listening to the episode. And if you would like to listen to more episodes from me, I am Baker Turtle on all podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, and I host it on Anchor. It's a great app. Um, anchor.fm if you're using a website and if you guys want to create your own podcast i highly recommend it it's fun um and i would listen to it um you can use anchor to create your own podcast it's super easy and if you guys want to follow me on social media if you guys want to get to know me the host uh, i am baker turtle 17 on twitter and in, on instagram so you guys can check me out i do some art sometimes and um I just, you know, I'm, I'm very open and friendly. So if you guys want to have a conversation, go ahead and hit me up there. But other than that, guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and happy holidays. I know we're in December, um, but if you're listening to this in the future or some other time, then I hope, you know, whatever time of the day it is, whatever period of time you are in, I hope you're having a wonderful time at it and um, hope this was beneficial to you and added a little bit more joy to your life but i'm gonna end it here and uh i will catch you guys next time guys so peace and love peace and love and we will end it with this final song kokoro no chisu where is it here we go see you later guys